Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power of Color Radio, where color is our passion and our companion in this transforming world. Here's your host, Arlene Arnold. Thank you, everyone, for being here with us today. We're so excited to have you here and to talk about a topic that I think is pretty important and seems to be up with a lot of people these days. And uh, anyway, I wanted to say a little bit about who I am. I am the founder of Complementary Color Therapy, so color therapy is my niche, and I really enjoy using different aspects of color therapy to help people with relationships. And I do that through transformational sessions and by telephone. Uh, with me today is Leslie Romine, who is our trainer. We have a program to train people in becoming a complementary color therapist. So thank you, Leslie, for being here with me today. Welcome. Hi. Hi, thanks. <laughs> Leslie has a little bit of a froggy voice today, but I'm glad you're here with your froggy voice. Yes, me too. Um, <laughs> So so uh, we've talked over the years, Leslie and I have a lot about relationships and we've worked with people around relationships. And I, one of the things that I think we need to be aware of is that as we change, as we change our frequency, uh, that changes kind of how we operate in relationships. Because every time you change something that's in relationship to yourself, it also changes how you show up in the world. So it can change the way you do relationships. And um, so one of the things that I always talk about with people who are working on relationships is how do you treat yourself? How do you, how, what's your relationship with yourself? And that really helps them to focus on what that does to their relationship. So um, one of the things I think that we need to be aware of, I know Leslie and I have had this come up in, in different ways, that is that we're in a time when we're doing what we call upgrading. And for us, upgrading means that we have released some old patterns that were like a low vibration, patterns of... Uh, that are maybe fear-based or patterns that are ones that keep us from being who we really are. And as we release those patterns, which are a lower vibration, it offers us an opportunity to up our frequency. And one of the things that Leslie and I are doing a lot of and a number of the other practitioners is that we're working with crystalline colors. And crystalline colors are a higher vibration than... The, the regular colors that we work with, one of the ones that I work with a lot is crystalline rose. And I've um, used that in some of the situations where there have been relationship problems because sometimes behind a relationship problem can be something in a person's life that was traumatic. And crystalline rose comes in and can help to heal a traumatic situation and that in turn helps to heal something in the person and can can in turn affect their relationship. Um, the other thing that happens is as you 
change your frequency and you change the way you are showing up, you can sometimes, I don't know if you'd call it outgrow, but your your way of showing up becomes more and more different from other people that you know and other people that may have been special to you. One of the problems that some of the people that I work with have is that that can sometimes happen to people in their family, family members, and it's, you know, it's not like you can really walk away from your family members, although sometimes people have had to do that. But it it means that we have to just be so aware and awake about our relationships because if we're with someone that is not in the same frequency that we are and and is sees relationships in a different way, we have to be aware of that. So that so that as we are with them, we are just being a very compassionate self, not not trying to not going into that place of saying, well, they need to be different. So, um, Leslie, what have you noticed in particular about relationships or sessions that you've done with people that had to do with relationships that you might want to add to that? Um, Well, it makes me think of a couple that I um, uh, did some work with that um, were facing a time in their relationship where they were had felt like they were drifting apart and were becoming estranged and they really didn't know what to do about it. And as we talked individually and worked with them in the session, we came to find that their own issues were things that were standing in the way of being able to really communicate and be honest with each other about what was happening with them. And after each session, both of them said, wow, you know, I feel like I cleared that out of the way and now I want to take the time to sit down with my partner and, you know, just really tell them what's been going on and why and, and um, you know, and, and where I'm at now and, you know, see how our relationship can be now. And both were very hopeful after that. And that that's is one so of my- true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think I think that you know we think of relationships as something out there, but relationships are just really about each person and where they're coming from and how they relate to the partner. And it's so important that we get to the place where we really understand how our issues can get in the in the way. So. Um, what what I'm thinking is that probably the most important thing you can do when you have a relationship that you're not sure about or a relationship that seems like something has shifted or changed is to begin to look at what has shifted in you and then how is this person maybe different than they were before and how can that help me take a different look at this 
relationship because the thing things come up for me not so much in a relationship except in relationship to the work that I do is expectations. I think expectations is one of the things that gets in the way of relationships and it can get in the way of the work that you do because when we have expectations we are limiting the possibilities that the universe can give to us. We are limiting the possibilities of us using all of what we have inside. It's it's more like we have said, okay, this is what it needs to be. Well, what if in the relationship there's much more that can happen there, but if you hold on to the expectations that you've had about that relationship, you may be limiting the possibilities there. And the the truth is that each person has to deal with who they are. I have a good friend that just often says to me, don't forget that the other person has a higher self that's working with them. You know, it's not like they're in an isolation booth. They have help. And so mostly what we can do is be present to uh, hold that, that intention for what's highest and best for them, what's highest and best for yourself, and what's highest and best for the relationship. And at some point in some relationships, it may be that what is highest and best is that you go different directions. But it's wonderful if the two people in the relationship can talk about that and the differences that are there and and the reasons that they're feeling that they have to go in different directions. Now, that's not always possible, because some people are still in the fear mode and they're um, what happens is when they're in the fear mode is that they're going to blame. And anytime someone is blaming, it means that they're really scared inside and it means that they're really, they're really reaching out, wanting to know that they, that they count. Now, the, the tricky part of this is that we can help another person feel that that they're cared about and that kind of thing. But bottom line, they're the ones that have to tell themselves and know within within themselves that they can't. Because if they don't do that, if they don't do that for themselves, then you then you end up in a in a situation where the other person is is filling your needs and if they don't fill them exactly the way you want, then all of a sudden you're blaming them. So so I guess the, the thing that I want to say the most here is that when we can get to the place where we focus on what it is that we need to work on and the relationship may bring that up so that you get it, that what it is that you need to focus on. And, and just be, you know, we get really upset sometimes, but if we can just get to that place of saying, okay, I get it. They were here to say that to me so that I could see by my reaction that I still have things to work on. So that's the thing that that I try to focus on in myself. If something feels off, the very first thing I do is look at myself, not because I think everything's my fault. I got over that a long time ago. But just because it may be that whatever is coming up is showing me that I still have some work to do in a particular area. 
and um, and I can't uh, prejudge how that person needs to react to something because they're reacting out of their own stuff. But uh, like like Leslie said, if there can be a conversation about it, and the person is able to own up and say, well. You know, what I see is that the way I reacted is because of something in my life and I see that I need to work on it and then be asking the person in the relationship to to just be in that place of wishing the highest and best for them. So so that that is a kind of support that we give to each other. So expectations, I think, are one of the things that separates us from other people. It, because expectations lead to judgment. And when a person's feeling judged, then they blame. And if you try to respond to blame and say, well, no, I didn't do blah, 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 it just ups the ante. So I feel like we have to, in this time of change, we have to come back to that point of saying, is there something in me that this is bringing up that I need to pay attention to. Is there anything else about that, Leslie, that you comes to mind as I'm saying that? Um, you know, now I now that I think about it, that sounds like pretty much, you know, where they where we can get off track with one another mm-hmm. is in that expectation area. Um, and um, I, I feel like a lot of it is that sometimes we go out there expecting the other person to know where we're coming from when they may not. Or they we may expect them to feel exactly the same way about something that we do. And um, even when you know somebody, I mean, we all change. And so to check in and ask questions, you know, do you feel that way or whatever? You know, that communication really needs to stay open. And when there's expectations, like you said, that's not leaving room for really being in the moment with somebody. You know, that leads to the other part of it that I think it, it can be a problem, and that is uh, assumptions. You know, I mm-hmm. think we sometimes we, I know in, in my marriage that, there were assumptions about how you operate. And I discovered that he and I had different assumptions. And those different assumptions um, can create big problems. Because you, you you expect a person to act a certain way, but maybe in their family they don't act like that. I mean, mm-hmm. some families are very huggy and very friendly, and some families are um, no... Don't don't come at me that fast, you know. Give me a little bit of time, or um, I'll I'll let you know when you can come in for a hug. And I I have a hard time with that because I'm a hugger, and I have to kind of pay better attention to the the kinds of things that come up with people, so that people understand that I'm not trying to push them into a hug if that's not comfortable for them. And and like you said, Leslie, that that sometimes those assumptions come up. Because we we have um, uh, seen this person in a certain light, and maybe that's how they were, but maybe they've changed too. Maybe they have grown in a certain area, 
and and they don't act that way anymore. And um, you know, I think that if so the biggest thing is that as we take care of the things inside of us, we are less likely to to feel like we have to jump back in and stand up for ourselves. So, so yeah. and that's I, I mean, I can remember a time in in talking to another person where I was standing there thinking about what I was going to say back to him because I really had to make my point. And uh, once you do that, you're not hearing what the other person is saying. You're not receiving it and accepting it with with a, a, a sense of being present. And that is really hard on relationships too. Um, mm. and, and I know that the other thing that I have to do sometimes, because we're very close in the power of color, and um, I know intuitively when something's not quite right. Well, you and I, Leslie, have had times like that, and I and I have to come and say, is something wrong? Because I'm feeling something. And then, you know, if it's a kind of relationship like we have, then you can say, well, I'm having a hard day, or I'm not ready to talk about it right now, or um, uh, it's nothing to do with you, or whatever. So... So you can clear the way so you're not running on assumptions, but you're actually having a conversation about it. Yeah, that's really important to keep that those lines of communication open. I know in my relationship, my present relationship, um, um, it's very important for us to keep that communication open. And, you know, when you're close to somebody, you can feel what's going on. And and sometimes, you know, it's, it's good to ask and, um, you know, just check in, you know, and let each other know what's going on. Uh, yeah. Mostly, mostly because there is support there. If you are saying, wow, you know, I need, I'm needing support, you know, you can say it at that time or... I'm here to support you, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's an important part of relationship. We have a caller here that has her hand up, so let me see who we've got on the line. So uh, area code 559, you're on the line. Hello, lady. Who are we talking to? Hello. You're speaking with Hello, you're speaking with Evelyn? Say the name again. I'm sorry, we're having a little trouble hearing you. No, it's my fault. It's Evelyn. Evelyn. Hi, Evelyn. Did you have a comment you wanted to make or a question, or can we pull a color card for you around a relationship? Um, you know what? Let's, let's, let's pull a card on relationships, on specifically on a man named Danny. Okay. So, uh, Leslie, you pick one, and I'll pick one, and we'll see what we get here. Okay. I got the lesson in turquoise. What did you get? I got a strength in lime green. Turquoise <laughs> okay. is a beautiful so, color. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> well, lime green has come up really big lately. I had a friend who sent me a he, – he lives in um, Alaska, and he took a uh, video of the Aurora Borealis up there. That was wow. fabulous. Was so much lime green in that. And for me, lime green has to do – with uh, allowing us or 
uh, encouraging us to step into the next level of spiritual leadership. And for me, spiritual leadership, it's just being the essence of who you are and following whatever it is that you're called to. And what I think is interesting is the lesson in turquoise, for me, is always about when it's, it, it, it becomes time for you to look at your life purpose a little in a different way. And so this uh, lesson in, in the mini color card, it says, say yes to the meaning of life. And when that's come up to, for me in the past, I'm going, hey, look, how can I say any more yes to the meaning of my life than I am right now? But there's always something that is coming up that is next to be able to move into. So um, I'm not sure if this is is pointing toward you personally or if this is pointing toward the relationship. Do you have any sense of that? Um, I'm into him. I think he might be into me, but I'm not sure. We're not in a relationship yet. What's that? We're not we're not oh, dating. Oh, uh, this was about a pro, about Danny, not your relationship. Then. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, I'm thinking about right. the possibility of us being in a relationship. Okay, got it. Okay. Yes. okay. So the thing that you will have to um, ask yourself is, am I being led into this relationship because it's part of the next step in where it is that I'm going in my life purpose and in my moving forward in leadership? Or does this have to do with bringing up something that will help me move into uh, a new sense of leadership? So is there anything that comes... Well, new sense of leadership, there's... uh, Yeah, yes, it makes sense. So a new sense of leadership. And does that feel like it's taking you toward the relationship or away from the relationship? I really don't know um, because my leadership role would be different. I'm talking about my personal life, not in terms of relationships, but more professionally. It would be different. So I also pulled another card and I got the strength in red full of fire, starter, doer, independent. That's always a good sign for someone who wants to do a business of some kind, someone who's going to take the leadership role and something that you're bringing about. Okay. That's that's great to hear then. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for calling well, in. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Come back and see us again. We're... We, we're going to do, be doing more color card readings um, in two weeks, so uh, come back and we'll we'll see how you're doing. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on. Um, so I think this this is an interesting way to kind of look at relationships is when you can uh, use something like the color cards. This is a deck of cards that I created. And we have the small cards that give you immediate response, and then we have uh, larger cards that help you look at it, what this means about your life purpose, and then a book where you can go deeper into how to understand the card that you pulled. And um, I think it's really helpful because sometimes we get too close to something, and we just need that additional input to kind of take us somewhere. So with Evelyn, I don't know for sure 
what, where this is going to take her, which is always interesting to me, see where where things go. But there's obviously something up for her in terms of of her upgrade because she's being asked to to come to a new way of of leadership. And then you have to look at how does this relationship, if I go into this relationship, how does that how does that impact where I'm going with my leadership? And how does that impact what I need to do in upgrading my sense of purpose? So it's always helpful to get that kind of little extra meaning that of, of what's happening. So um, we have about six minutes left. So, uh, Leslie, anything else about relationships that you would like to add? Um, well, you spoke a little bit about um, relationships that come into our lives for a while, and we learn from them, and then um, they may, you know, like friendships or close friendships, that kind of thing might come in, and then their t- their time might be complete with you. And yeah. um, and the relationship changes. Uh, yeah. You know, there's some fear about that with people, and um, maybe we could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think that's true. It, it is fearful to make a change in a relationship, and especially if you feel like you need to go in a different direction. Uh, and one of the things that I've learned through the process of of all of this is that if I really stay aligned which with what is highest and best for me, it seems like inevitably that's highest and best for the other person, even if at the time the other person thinks it's not. It's like it's like I don't always see why a certain thing happens in a way. I, I think that the most important thing is to, when you go into something where you feel like you're going in a different direction, that you do it compassionately, that you don't just fade away in the night, <laughs> that you really, that you're really there and able to talk with the person, able to to stay in a place of compassion, and maybe even even say to that person that um, that the things that you you really like about them. I, I'm thinking about the fact that we were in a furniture business at one time. And we had to hire a couple people, I mean, fire a couple people that we had hired. And one of the things that, that we did, it was my brothers and I that were in the business, and I was really the one that had to let the person go. But what I, what I did was to really think about the job that the person was in and what things they did well. And I said to this person, we have to let you go, but here's what I see that you do really well. And I will write you a recommendation for that. And I hope that you will find a job or put yourself out for a job that will use those uh, wonderful abilities that you have. So I think we have to do that in relationships. We have to see but if it's not compatible. It, it doesn't mean there's necessarily something wrong with that other person. Uh, but it means that it's just not a good match. Well, we're we're down to the last three minutes. So one of the things I want to tell everybody is that I hope that you will take a look at our coloring book. You can go on Amazon.com and just go to, just put in Arlene Arnold and it will come up there and you'll see some of the other books I've written. But this coloring book is set up uh, like complementary color therapy. So it means that 
you use two colors when you are uh, uh, coloring, at least in one one part of it. And those two colors come, you have certain intentions on there. So like if you're having trouble in a relationship, there might be something, one of those intentions in the coloring book might be exactly the thing that would help you with that relationship. I'm going to get it out here for just a second and tell you, give you an example. Uh, because when you're coloring with those colors, they intentionally bring you into a balanced place. And a lot of times that can help you. So um, here's one that's increase your vitality by loving yourself. Well, maybe something's wrong in the relationship because you're not loving yourself. Express yourself fully and freely. Maybe you're not expressing yourself, and that is affecting the relationship. So that's that's basically what I wanted to share with you today. And um, Leslie, I'm glad you were here in spite of your scratchy throat. And I hope you will all come back in two weeks. We're going to be doing color card readings again. We have a lot of fun with that. Please come on early because we get a lot of people that sign up and want to, want to have a reading. And thank you all so much for being here today. And we look forward to um, next week and being with you then. So uh, goodbye for now. And again, thank you, Leslie. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for being part of the Power of Color Radio. Join us every second and fourth Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 p.m. Eastern for a half hour of colorful information and transformational experiences. In the meantime, you can find us at www.thepowerofcolor.com.